Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome to Money Tips. Hi, this is Charles Kelly, bringing you Money Tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and enjoy more money. I'm the author of the book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. I spent 25 years in financial services, so I know a little bit about money, and I've, I've seen thousands of people and, and reviewed their situation in great depth. So what I want to talk to you today about is some quick fire tips to beat those January blues. You know, this is the time of year when it's the longest gap for a lot of people between paydays. You know, a lot of people got paid a few days before Christmas, maybe the 20th, 22nd, and and, and they're not going to get paid maybe towards until towards the end of January. So it can be that tough moment. You know, you spent a lot of money over Christmas. Um, you know, the, the credit card bill is starting to, to hit your doorstep. Maybe you put on a few pounds even. And, you know, January is a time when, you know, it's that post-Christmas. It's, it's a slightly downtime after all the celebrations before Christmas. So I'm going to give you some money tips to help you get over some of those January blues. Now, first of all, when that uh, credit card bill hits your doorstep, make sure you deal with it. Make sure you open that envelope and, you know, make do something with it. Don't just ignore it and put it to one side with a pile of you know, you know that you know where they are. You know they're coming from the credit card. Don't just put it to one side. You know, do you have a plan this year for paying off your debt? Could you say, well, I, you know, I owe ten thousand pounds on on credit cards. I can't pay it off all in one go, but maybe I can pay two hundred pound a month off, or maybe I can pay a little bit more. Um, what what is your plan now? If you look at the interest part of your credit card statement, it will say, you know money available to spend yeah all that nice spending bit but but down below it will say you know what you've paid hopefully you're paying your credit card bills on direct debit not going down to the bank and maybe being late and then it will say the interest that you've been charged that month and you know it might be quite substantial it could be hundreds of pounds therefore you might want to consider switching your credit card to uh, an interest-free provider uh, you might want to to look at some of those interest-free deals now yes we know that there's a fee involved usually there's a two percent fee involved but it still can be worth it if you get a period of interest-free credit on a credit card where you can move your money over and then you you're you you don't have to pay that interest that you're paying now so if you're paying say 100 or 200 pound a month in interest now then why not switch it to a card provider that will give you an interest-free period uh and then use that excess instead of spending that excess use that excess to to pay off some of the capital now there's there's some quite good deals around at the moment although they have restricted the time that you can get this interest-free period from it is starting to change you used to be able to get up to 48 months i think with um uh, i can't remember uh, hmb uh, um mbna that you, you could get up to 48 months now the most you can probably get is around 29 months or up to 29 months, depending on your credit score. Uh, Sainsbury's and Virgin are offering quite good deals for interest-free credit. And, you know, the idea is that you switch it to them, but diarise forward when that interest-free period comes to an end and try and pay it off in that time. Because don't forget, you're not paying the interest. So why not use at least that portion of the interest 
and it gives you that breathing space really uh, but the important thing is to to never miss a payment because if you miss a payment your interest free uh, deal will will end um so 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 that that's um something you might you might want to do look at the interest free you can go on comparison sites you can go on uh, pre authorized you know you can go on sites that will show you wh whether you qualify for cards before you start applying here and there and everywhere uh some of your own credit card providers might be sending you letters now saying would you like to, would you like to switch to us for an interest free period that can be sometimes easier than applying for a new card uh, all over again so so look out for your post you, there might be some deals in your on your doorstep now you know on your doormat you'll pick it up and say oh we, we're offering you an interest free period for a period of 12 months 2 years whatever uh, but but it, it will give you that buffer and it will certainly save you i mean even if you save you know hundred pound a month in interest that's twelve hundred pounds a year that's two thousand four hundred pounds over over a two-year period and you know over three years it's it's, it's like three thousand pounds you could save in interest if you're paying you know a hundred pounds a month so it's, it's well worth doing and you can get that that card reduced that the balance reduced uh, obviously it's self-assessment day for uh, self-assessment month uh, the, the deadline for the self-assessment is that the end of this month so if you're self-employed, make sure you get that tax in, you know, preferably before midnight on the 31st, 31st of January to avoid the fine and, and get it out of your head, really. It can be quite stressful doing your tax. Um, I, I think if you, if you have a spreadsheet during the year, it's much easier to do your tax at the end of the year rather than rifling through bills and statements and that sort of thing. But th this is the end. This is the final deadline. You really should have had it done earlier than this. But it is the final deadline and you'll have an automatic fine. I think it's a hundred pounds uh, if you don't submit your tax return by, by, by the end of this month. So you've only got uh, a couple of weeks left. And, you know, also we've got to bear in mind it's tomorrow is two weeks before we, we come out of the EU. Brexit day is the 31st of January, the same day as the, the final day for the, the self-assessment. Uh, okay. So, so that's, that's the other tip um, on, on, you know, you know, I said about never missing payments. It's a good idea to have uh, a small overdraft facility. And I know yesterday I talked about banks charging 40% for overdrafts, but it's still a good idea to have an overdraft facility so that, you know, you have that cushion, you have that buffer. So that if your, your account does slightly go overdrawn by 10 or 20 pounds, the bank are not going to to uh, to bounce some of your, your payments or your direct debits, because the last thing you need is a bounced payment for your credit card uh, or your mortgage or your rent. So, make, you know, have a small overdraft facility, even if it's only a couple of hundred pounds or 500 pounds, it's always a good idea to have it, even if you never use it. Now, talking about banks, now is a great time to review your account to see if you're getting the best deal, the best interest rate. Um, you know, many banks like Santander have, have changed their interest rate. They've reduced their interest rate whilst increasing overdraft fees overdraft interest to 40 percent they've reduced the amount they're paying savers so it's a double whammy for their customers thank you the banks so now is a good time to to look around and see if you're getting the best deals um hsbc first direct will pay you up to i think it's 100 to 175 pounds if you just switch to them and that, that's not a bad little bonus to get in january um your direct debits and and payments can be seamlessly switched over apparently to, to the new bank so you have to go and manually do that uh, this was because the government forced banks to make it easier for people 
to, to switch banks and switch accounts. You also want to review your savings rates and remember that um, you only have a couple of months to go before you top up your ISA, uh, your, your, your ISA payment, right? If you've got an ISA, you should have an ISA because ISAs are tax free. So you've only got a couple, sorry, the sunlight's coming in here. Uh, you've only got a couple of months to, 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 to look at that. So now, now might be a good time to, to see A, if you're getting the best deal on your ISA and B, if you can put a little bit more, maybe even put your maximum in. I think you can put up to 20,000 a year now, but it's always a good idea to, to max out your ISA. Because once you have that allowance for the year, that 20,000 allowance, once that, that's gone, it's gone. You can't do anything with that anymore. Now, nights early, you, you've got till the end of the tax year, which is the 5th of April. But it's a good time to start thinking about it now because th those couple of months will soon fly by and then, you know, uh, it, it's gone. You, you've lost that allowance. So reduce, review your savings rates and your ISAs yeah, to, that, that, to make sure. Look at your, your current account. For what are they paying you on your current account? Could you get a better deal switching somewhere else? Are you being charged a fee on your current account? Could you get, a, could you get a, a, an account that doesn't charge you a fee? Uh, sometimes if you switch to new banks, they'll give you a better overdraft facility. They'll give you a, a, a card offer and this sort of thing. So it, it, it's, I know loyalty is a good thing, but sometimes loyalty doesn't pay when you, you're dealing with banks because what they do with your accounts is that they 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 increase rates on new accounts and then leave your account dormant and then it, it gradually goes down and you know you're sitting in an account paying a quarter percent when you could be sitting in an account paying one or two percent it makes a lot of difference that's four times the amount you could have been earning now a lot of people now will be booking their holidays there's all these ads on tv right book a holiday go on a cruise go here go there um great do that book your holiday but when you book your holiday i've said this before always book your your travel always buy your travel insurance when you book not just before you fly um, or buy an annual travel insurance policy that covers you for multiple trips you know an annual policy is, is good if you're doing more than one holiday a year most people do now don't they? they they've got half terms they've got christmas they've got summer breaks they've got skiing all these things so if you have an annual policy it saves you buying it each time and an annual policy should work out cheaper if you're doing several trips but it also covers you for those weekend trips you might have a weekend trip uh, going to devon or you might just do a weekend trip uh, up north or whatever lake district you might just do a drive up there and you don't think about travel insurance then but things can go wrong on those weekend trips and most people don't book travel insurance for a, a trip in country they think well what do i need travel insurance for? i'm only going away for a couple of days but you can have accidents you can have illnesses you can all sorts of things can happen you might have an illness and, and have to cancel the hotel and and it's too late to get a refund so travel insurance is not just about losing your baggage or having a theft or, or getting sick when you're abroad it's also about cancellation now if you book your if you buy your travel insurance when you book and you don't have to do it with the travel agent or with the travel company you can search around for the best deal yourself but have it anyway then if you get sick before you, you you're traveling or you have an accident or, or something goes wrong and you can't have your you know you can't take your holiday then you're covered under your travel insurance. Uh, whereas, you know, normally you won't get a refund on flights and holidays at the last minute. But lots of people have illnesses. Lots of people need to cancel their holidays and they can lose thousands and thousands of pounds. It's bad enough having to cancel your holiday without being out of pocket as well. So make sure you have that travel insurance when you book, not uh, just before you, you fly. Um, so, and, and as I said, look at annual policies, look at 
and your travel insurance policies. Your bank offer them. You can you can get them all over the place. You can just Google it. Um, I, I think hundred pound a year or hundred and something pounds a year. I've got one. It's it's always a good idea. Some bank accounts will give you an annual policy for free. Uh, so so those those are the main things at, at the moment. Remember that um, you know do, deal with those credit card bills. Look for interest free credit offers. Review your accounts, uh, your bank accounts to see if you're getting the best interest rate. Arrange a small overdraft facility if you haven't got one uh, already, um, and review your savings and think about ISAs. Think about topping up your ISAs before the end of the, the tax year. Make sure you do your self-assessment if you're self-employed. And when you book your holidays, and a lot of people do it this time of year, always buy your travel insurance when you book. So that, that's that's all the quick fire tips for today and for January. Uh, it's it's a funny month. It's a bit of a January blues. You know, the, the weather's cold, it's dark and that sort of thing. But, you know, hopefully if you get on top of these things, then you can have a, have a, have a, have a good year. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for those who've, who've tuned in. Hi to, to Rod, Rodney there and Salome. Uh, thanks for tuning in on, on Facebook Live and, uh, and, and on my podcast, which you can find on iTunes and Stitcher. This has been Charles Kelly, author of Yes Money Can Buy You Happiness. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 